This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 303 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to dive into how to overcome entrepreneurial anxiety with Leanne Kim. This is such a great conversation because we hear anxiety being thrown around more and more since the pandemic. And I really think it's that overwhelm. You're going to hear Leanne really give that as an example of what it can potentially look out overwhelm, burnout, all the things that we're continually talking about. So I want to make sure that before we jump into that, if you haven't already grabbed my Mastering Overwhelm Guide that you do so, you can send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will send that directly to you. All right, you guys, let's dive in. Hi, Leanne. How are you? Oh, I'm great, Jenny. Thanks for having me. No, of course. I am so excited to have you and actually just really do a deep dive into how to overcome entrepreneurial anxiety. But before we actually do that, would you introduce yourself and your business to my audience? Sure. My name's Leanne Kim, and I'm a business coach for Mama Entrepreneurs. I help them build successful and profitable businesses so they can live their wildest dreams. Excellent. And how long have you had your business for? I would say, you know, going on almost eight years now, that's when we started the community. And I started it quite by accident. If if your listeners are curious, I basically had a little side hustle at the time. And I posted in a local mom's Facebook group and said, does anyone here have a business and want to get together for a glass of wine? And the thing exploded from there. And so we started with in-person events and then we migrated to online because my kids were growing up and I was tired and I was tired of running all around town. And the online community has yeah, been in existence for almost eight years. We have seen thousands of members through our community. And it honestly is, uh, it's, it's such a joy to wake up and feel like I've found my calling. Yes. Oh, I, I understand that feeling entirely. So... Let's talk a little about about what exactly entrepreneurial anxiety is. So what I noticed is that um, at the beginning of my business, I felt really excited and joyful every day. You're just like running on adrenaline because you love what you do. And these challenges are popping up and, you know, these feelings of imposter syndrome and mom guilt and vulnerability of putting yourself out there. Um, and you're you're experiencing the highs and lows every day, but because you're just so excited to, for many of us, finally be doing what we love, we kind of just sh- shove those negative uh, side effects aside and keep pushing on. But what I found through my coaching work is that a lot of us get to this point where the business shifts, and and for whatever reason, things stop being so joyful. Um, signals that we might be starting to move into this phase are things like we're really drained at the end of the day instead of energized. Things like when we wake up in the morning, we have that running to-do list that just seems to be getting longer and longer. And we're actually feeling anxious about starting our day as opposed to feeling really excited to start the day. And I think this is something that all of us go through, but I think it's particularly prevalent with mama entrepreneurs 
because um, we're up against a different set of challenges, frankly. You know, as I say, mom guilt is a real thing. So when we wake up, we've got two lists. We've got the business to-do list, but then we also have the mama and um, partner and household manager to-do list over here. And so these two things are, are constantly competing. And that anxiety over time, I think, starts to build and build and build. And it's an anxiety that I would say sort of the average mama who isn't self-employed doesn't have because um, they have a boss and they kind of clock in and clock out. And it, not to say that there's anything wrong with that life. It's just very different than, you know, the weight of the world being on you. A lot of my mamas, you know, they're responsible to contribute to the household income. And if they don't show up and work in their business, they don't make money. And that's, you know, that's that's a different type of problem than someone that's getting a paycheck every two weeks. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, if we want to kind of start with that. Yes, no, that's perfect. So what do you believe is the reason we're seeing more anxiety in entrepreneurs than in the past? Especially, I would say, in the last year and a half? <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, we're seeing more entrepreneurs, which is amazing. When I think back to when my mom was raising us three kids in the late 70s and 80s, like it was not possible for her to just start a business from her computer at home. Like She either had to get a full-time job or a part-time job or not at all. And those were kind of the options. So I think it's a wonderful thing that as women in, in this day and age, as humans, we have all these different options of ways to earn a living. But um, what's coming with that is so many new people entering this arena. So A, like there's just more people doing it. I think B, um, th- we have been stuck at home for the last two years. Um, it's been extremely bad where I live here in Toronto, Canada. We've had some of the most lockdowns of anywhere in the world. And I think that that isolation is already a problem for mamas, right? We already often feel like everything's on our shoulders and not a lot of people understand. But add to that this layer of being self-employed. I don't know about you, Jenny, but I just don't have a lot of friends from before my business that had their own businesses. Like I could think of maybe I could count on one hand the number of women that I knew that were self-employed. And so I think just by the very nature of going against the grain, um, we're we're see, we're feeling very alone. And then we don't really have these safe spaces where we can talk about what those feelings look like and the anxiety then builds and builds. So those are just kind of a couple of ideas. Yes. No, I think could not agree more. And I think, of course, with the lockdowns, the pandemic, not only were we trying to run our businesses, still trying to run the house, but now you had it with everybody there still trying to do all the things in the same space. They're very difficult. (laughs) And I'll add, like, honestly, Jenny, I'm a very positive person. Um, And we have a kind of a relatively big house. My partner was working at the back side of this floor and my two kids each had their own floor. We had it good. Our, our kids were also the right ages, I think, for online learning. But when I think back on that, that those dark days, those were some of the toughest days, not just of my entrepreneurial journey, of my entire life and certainly of motherhood. I love my kids dearly. We're a very close-knit family and my partner is extremely hands-on. But I found that period, I mean, trauma is the right word for it. It's it's probably one of the biggest um, 
you know, difficult periods of my entire life. And I think a lot of women probably felt that way, but then we didn't really have a place to talk about that because we had to just keep soldiering on. And I think we're just starting to realize as a collective how that is actually impacted us. The, the, the magnitude and the, of that impact is really a lot greater than I think we realized when we were living it. Right. Yes. Those were probably some of the toughest conversations I think I've ever had in my marriage was how do we navigate this? I can't stand you right now. Go over there. (laughs) There's not very many places you can go. And I have a great relationship with both my kids and my husband, but it can was definitely a very trying time. And I really feel for those that I think, especially the moms that had the businesses and then had the baby just come into the house. So that's all they knew. So now I hear a lot of well, we don't have those conversations. I just do it all. It's just assumed that I'm going to do it because I'm there. And that's how we did it during the pandemic because he was working and I was on maternity and whatever it might look like. I just think those conversations have to continue to happen. You have to continue to have that communication and to find your outlet like you have talked about. So how are we seeing anxiety manifest in entrepreneurs? What does it kind of look like? Yeah. So uh, it manifests as as a lot of things. It actually disguises itself as a lot of things. Overwhelm would be a big one. I don't know about you, but a lot of the women I serve will tell me they get stuck in overwhelm Mm -hmm. and that analysis paralysis. There's so many things I need to do, could and should do, and I don't know where to start. Or I, I pick something, but I don't know that it's the right thing. Right? I hear that a lot. I think it also shows up in um, our ability to show up online. A lot of my women know that in order to grow their brand, they need to be more visible. Um, they need to be showing their face. They need to be you know, doing stories, doing reels, all those things that don't come naturally to most of us. And so I think when, when anxiety hits, we just want to pull the covers up over our head and stay in bed and hide. Um, and and that's okay. I also just want to acknowledge that I've been there too. I've had periods of of anxiety and deep depression. Um, and I lost my dad uh, within the last calendar year uh, at the time of recording this. There are just some days where you do not want to be on. Um, but I think, you know, when it becomes a problem is when we lean into that almost too much and too long and our business starts to um, flatline right? We don't see the growth that we know we need. We don't see the leads coming in. That's sort of the manifestation of it. That's that's how, that's the end result. But I, I think, you know, anxiety rears its head in many different ways. And, and I would just say anytime it, anytime we have um, feelings of, again, like imposter syndrome, not being able to do what we know we want to do or what we know we need to do or what we've committed to doing, that could be entrepreneurial anxiety. It, it typically is, it's a building up of stuff, right? It's not one moment on one day that creates this feeling or this condition. It's multiple moments, multiple days. I know for me, I had the, I had the feeling at the early stages of the pandemic, like I was under attack. That's the word that I use. Like I would take a hit and I'd have to get back up again. And then I'd take a different hit and I have to get back up again. And I think there's only so many times that we can do that until it almost becomes debilitating. So that fear and that what that, you know, we hear like fight, flight, or freeze, 
Mm-hmm. Any of that, any of those times we're feeling those, uh, we're probably in entrepreneurial anxiety. And I, I think it's happening more than we think, but I, I do think there's stuff that we can do about it. Yes. And I definitely want to talk about the strategies that we can actually put in place to overcome entrepreneurial anxiety. So what are some of those strategies? Well, I think the first and most important is to surround yourself with people who get what you're going through. And that's really why my community, Mamas & Co. exists. Because I know that I felt extremely lonely when I was starting my first side hustle. Um, And I didn't have a lot of people I could talk to about some of these bigger things. Um, When we're an entrepreneur, we are playing a bigger game. And so you've got to find people who are doing those same things, who are riding the highs and lows. And you got to be willing to show up in those spaces and talk about the good and the bad, right? Um, I think it's, you know, I'm not a huge fan of venting um, and just kind of blah, dumping on people, but I do appreciate that there are sometimes times where you just need to get it out. And then when you're in that more positive place and you feel supported by others, then we can start to look for some of those solutions. Yes. And I think being able to identify those and know when they're happening is one of the largest parts that to overcome it, to really be able to move forward. Um, so definitely having, like you talked about, that group that you can go to. Are there other strategies that you see that you've put into place to help others with it in the yeah. past with clients? I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I am really big on routine and like things like daily wellness practices. So I go for a 20 to 30 minute walk every single morning without fail. It's how I start my day. As of the time of recording this, I actually incorporated into the walk to school because that's kind of where we're at in life right now. Um, So I think, you know, basic things, um, moving your body, nourishing yourself well, you know, hydrating yourself having the things in your life that you know are supportive from as we were talking about you know lockdowns and the whole house being together all the time me time is something that's extremely crucial for me so i would literally drive to the grocery store every wednesday night cuz we couldn't go anywhere else i would drive to the grocery store every wednesday night and that was like my standing appointment with myself and sometimes i'd even meet up with one of my girlfriends and we'd do a grocery shop side by side together with our masks on because we both knew that we needed that for our own mental health so i think you know i am a big fan of routine if something works for you then it's probably going to work better if you do it every day or every week i am a big fan of physical movement i think a lot of us this is very common with entrepreneurs who get into that sort of anxiety state. We put ourselves last on the list because we're so busy doing, doing, serving, serving, um, which is wonderful. But then we forget what we need to be our best physically. And if we are not at our best, how can we possibly continue to show up and serve others? That's when people hit burnout, right? People don't, again, people don't hit burnout because of one thing that happened. It's continuous. It's a sort of, um, you might have to edit this part, Jenny, sorry. It's this sort of cumulative effect of stress and anxiety and, oh, I'll do the workout tomorrow or, oh, I'll go and see my friend another week because tonight I'm just too tired, right? It's, it's not something that we intend to do. And all of a sudden we look at ourselves and go, who am I? 
I'm not the woman that I want to be. I, I, don't, I feel like the shell of a woman that I was years ago. And I, I, know, I don't know about you, but I noticed that I was blaming things on my kids. I, I, I didn't realize I was doing this, but I was saying, um, well, I'd be in better shape. But I mean, I have kids. So aren't all moms kind of pudgy and kind of tired? Like, isn't that just the reality? And what I realized that was, is that's me pointing the finger at my two little ones who really, that isn't their fault. It's on me. I wasn't taking responsibility. So just, you know, I, I, I think there anything that we can do to put ourselves in that high vibration state um, is going to help. And now I'm not suggesting if you're suffering from true, you know, medical, medically diagnosed anxiety, that having a smoothie once a day is going to solve that. But I, I do think that we need to be empowering ourselves with these kinds of daily self-care rituals that put us in our best possible state. And then from there, you know, if you are um, struggling with full-blown anxiety or depression, go and speak to a medical professional, find out if this is something that can be diagnosed. I am not opposed to, you know, getting treatment, getting therapy, medication, if that's what people truly need. I think for a lot of us, it's more of a low grade anxiety that's kind of building over time. And I do think for many of us, it is manageable with our own thoughts and behavior, right? I, I do yes. think a lot of us can, can change the course of this. But I, I think we need to recognize that, um, you know, there are there are different levels of what this looks like. Yes. And I think you really hit the nail on the head with the fact that it's often because we're not taking care of ourselves. We try to do everything for everyone else. And yet we haven't taken the time to actually sit down, make sure that we're good, kind of center in on ourselves and take care of it. So I just think that that's just so important to make sure that we talk about that. So tell me a little bit about your book, Joyful Business. Yeah. So it's actually the full title is Building a Joyful Business. And I published it in 2021 because, you know, we were at the height of the pandemic. A lot of women were coming to me in tears um, day after day that I was coaching, just saying, Leanne, I, I don't see a way out of this. Um, and I'm, I'm really having trouble coping. And I think um, part of the problem is that we, we don't set our businesses up correctly. We get into this because of a passion or a joy. And then somewhere along the way, we lose that. As I say, this, this anxiety builds up, imposter syndrome builds up, and the joy gets taken away. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if I could provide people with a low-cost tool that they could actually do the work go back to their vision, start to cultivate and understand their zone of genius, really understand what it is they want to build and design it from the ground up. And how great would it be if they could have it? Like if I could have had this book at the very beginning of my business journey, it really would have changed the game for me because I did hit burnout in my first year. And I've, I've talked openly about that. So that's really it. It's a, it's a blueprint for people who want to have more joy. And I want to be clear, having more joy in your business does not mean like playing all day and not making any money. It actually is quite the opposite. A joyful business is a lucrative and profitable business because you're prioritizing the right things, but it just doesn't feel like a hustle and a grind 
to make that revenue. So um, I'm a big fan of, of the book. We've had thousands of women read it and tell us that they've, their lives have been changed as a result of that. And um, I just, I, I really think if you are at, even not at the beginning of your business journey, if you have a business of any kind and you want to experience more flow, more joy, more freedom, my, more financial freedom, this book is absolutely going to help. And where are the best places to get a hold of it? Well, good news for your listeners. Anyone who is listening to this is going to get a free copy of my book. All you need to do is head to leannekim.com. That's L-I-A-N-N-E-K-I-M.com slash book. Choose a single copy and enter the code Jenny, J-E-N-N-Y. The book will be free. You just need to pay the nominal shipping and you'll have it in your hot little hands within a week or so. That is amazing. Thank you so much for doing that. We're going to actually link to that in the show notes that you guys can just hop over right from while you're listening and put all that information in so you can get it sent right to you. Leanne, where else are the best places to connect with you? Probably on Instagram. I'm on Instagram at Leanne Kim Coach and my community is at Mamas and Co. Excellent. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and my audience. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, there you have it. I'm hoping by now you are thinking, okay, I am seeing some of these signs in myself. I want to be able to take care of it. And I am truly hoping that you are grabbing... Leanne's book. All you got to do is pay for shipping. And we have that linked in the show notes so that you can go and grab her book and get started on building that joyful business because that is truly what it's supposed to be all about. And the way in which we're going to be able to get rid of the entrepreneurial anxiety is to continually go back to our joy. All right, you guys, as always, I appreciate you all so much for listening in. If you haven't already left a rating and review on your favorite podcasting app, I would so appreciate it if you did so. You can send me a screenshot at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will do a content marketing audit of your business for free. So just send me that screenshot of your reading and review at Jenny underscore Melrose on Instagram. Until next time, I will see you all then. 